Hello, 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 and welcome to Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Raymuda Taya. And today's episode is brought to you by the wonderful, the fantastic, and the fabulous people at Bean Chata. When horchata just won't do. It won't do it. It can't do it. It won't do it. It won't work. Mm-mm. Bean Chata is the drink for you. And guess what? It's fully endorsed. Ooh, endorsed. Dang. By Justin Bieber. That's right. With no qualms about it, Justin Bieber is a full believer in Bean Chata. Okay. It's autumn, friends. Yes, it is autumn. <laughs> it is officially, we're locked into autumn as of yesterday, yesterday. which was the 23rd. Yes. Well, at least that's when we're uh, when we're recording this. As you know, there's a bit of a delay. A couple, couple days of delay. Not too much. This should be going out. It'll still be autumn. Let's that's put it true. that way. When I was um, a lot younger, when I was a, a wee tot, I... And even, I mean, even still, I kind of like it. I was very insistent upon the knowing the actual day when summer started. Like, oh, really? Like it was, it was important to me that it was uh, June 21st or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that I really remember. And now, whatever it was, September 23rd, now I know that one. But Interesting. the date of summer, I was always like, oh, okay, like, for I- something in my mind was like, yeah, like it's officially summer. You know what's funny is I feel like the date of summer I always remember too, June 21st. And it probably has to do with the fact that when you're summer. young, it's like, hey man, this is your free time. Yeah. This this is it for you. This is as good as it gets. It's summertime. <laughs> That's it. Well, for some kids, it's as good as it gets. Other kids love school. I liked school. I like school too, I think overall. Uh, it, varied, it varied by the year. It was yeah. it was dependent upon the teacher. Yeah. So, so I guess I more liked my teachers or didn't like my teachers. Sometimes school, I was like, hmm, I could do without it. Yeah. I remember at certain points liking my teachers, but they would stress me out. And oh, yeah. When I was in like, when I was in a certain grade, I don't know if I should say what grade I was in. I'll tell you what grade it was for me. What? Know. Fifth grade. Oh, okay. Fifth grade was the hard one for me. Really? That was, yep. Yeah, I got to take my, I'm wearing a. Friends, I am wearing an eye patch today, essentially. Um, anyways, I gotta take it off. I can't. It's, that's that's fine. It's Just... a cold compress on my eye. It's not an eye patch, but mm-hmm. it's too hard to hold and talk and keep my eyes open. But um, fifth grade was, uh, yeah, that was tough. I so many things happened. I don't even know. Wow. If but you're, it was, if you're gonna talk about but, them, I would suggest you start with one. Okay. The teacher stressed me out, like mm-hmm. you said. Okay. Um, and that was hard because I was used to teachers not that coddled me and I never I was never the student I don't think that needed like direct attention for things but for from grades kindergarten through fourth grade I had teachers that were just very calm about their approaches and Mm -hmm. like they were they were stern but they weren't I mean my fifth grade teacher to me was mean Mm. and I Yes, I'm a sensitive human, but I also had a lot of respect for my teachers. And yeah. so I understood rules. I was, I mean, big rule guy. Now that you're a uh, like, big rule guy. <laughs> I was. Now that you're older, do you feel like you had an undue amount of respect for your teachers? No. Well, like they didn't necessarily deserve it? No. Um, not in elementary school, except like, but I, I didn't respect my fifth grade teacher. But you know what was stressful? Hmm. Was I tried to. I didn't understand why I didn't like I, I remember coming home and being conflicted mm-hmm. and I had a hard time. It made it hard for me to learn because she because I didn't feel I wasn't in a safe learning environment, essentially. Mm. Like and I wasn't the only kid that struggled in that class. Sure. Um, 
And the teacher had a lot on her plate. Like, I remember my mom always giving her the benefit of the doubt, but mm-hmm. also acknowledging that, like, I was, I enjoyed school. And for the first time in my whole school career, I was not enjoying it. And sure. that was concerning to my mom. Yeah. Um, but, and it's interesting, my mom, because a lot of parents, like, there were a couple of parents that pulled their kids out of her class at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year. My mom said, no, it's going to be a learning experience for you, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think because she trusted that I would be okay in the end. Mm-hmm. I think if it had been maybe my brother who needed more, um, he just needed more, a little bit more attention when it came to his learning. Mm-hmm. Whereas I could get it, I could learn it um, maybe quicker or just because I was more motivated academically. My brother was more motivated socially and I was more academically. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know how, I, not know how to socialize, but I didn't care as much about that aspect. Sure. And so. Yeah, had it been my brother, she probably would have switched classes for him. So he yeah. had a teacher that would really drill him academically. But um, I think she just knew I'd be okay. But it was the class I, I first got a C in, which oh, killed okay. me. Killed hmm. me. I, oh my hmm. gosh, fifth grader over here, like, I can't believe I failed you, my Stressing. parents. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I get it. I was pretty, as a youngster, I was I was definitely more hard on myself. Yeah. And luckily, that's something I've learn to overall uh quell an, an instinct i've learned to you know knock down a bit but, yeah and the good thing about now is that if i do get hard on myself i can kind of let it go a lot yes. more quickly oh for sure and that was back to my stress management class in college yeah. that was that was another thing i learned in that class which was um everyone gets stressed out but the difference is how fast people can let it go it's yeah. like that's that's the skill you're working on. So whether it's through, it. through meditating or breathing or whatever it is, it's not that you never, I mean, like if someone pulls a gun in your face, you're probably going to, your adrenaline's going to spike adrenaline, exactly. and you're going to feel a little stress response. I mean, maybe like, you know, some monks have got that so dialed in that they're not feeling anything. Yeah. But the uh, the learned skill is how to be like, okay, how do I get myself back to baseline and how quickly can I do that? Yeah. So... For sure. I think that's, I'm glad that, uh, that I've learned that more, but I remember back in, I guess in third grade, I feel like I've talked about this on here before. I know. I feel like I've talked about this too. Yeah. But I had, I had a teacher, loved her and, you know, still a great lady, but, uh, she would, and never to me, but certain students, like if their desk was messy, the way she dealt with it was by flipping it over. So she oh. would, she would literally like flip the desk. She'd be like, get up. And then that's like, old school, man. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, so she would flip the desk, and then um, I ended up getting, and maybe still now, but when I was young, stress really got to me through my stomach. Oh, yeah. And so I remember just, I was literally sick. I was Aww. sick for a month. Like, I didn't go to school for a month. And so I didn't learn how to write in cursive, really. Oh, really? And, yeah. And so now, I mean, I was just, I mean, I give him my best approximation, because who cares? Um, but I'm surprised you don't try and journal in cursive because you try different things when you journal. Mm. Well, sometimes I do. Like I, it's like cursive yeah, air quotes. Yeah, which really we all all adults do that now. Exactly, because I really don't care. Like what's what's what is proper cursive that doesn't matter to me. Yeah, but back in the day, oh. Yeah, back in the day it mattered, and then on like standardized tests it would say like. Oh yeah, that's write, right. Writing cursive, and I remember like I'd raise my hand, I don't know how to write in cursive, and then if I was never, I wasn't embarrassed by. It. I thought it was funny. Because oh, yeah. everyone else was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there. And oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So 
that was just, that was that. Oh, interesting. But yeah, so that was third grade, but fourth grade was actually probably where my uh, improvisational skills began. Oh, yeah. Because uh, David Nominga and I, in uh, Mrs. Peterson's class, she would let us do the Friday funnies. And we would literally oh. get in front of the class, just he and I, and we would just do an improv show. How cute. And we didn't know it was improv back then. No. And, you know. And sometimes I'm sure it was a little mean-spirited. Like, I remember making fun of some kids and You're stuff. roasting some people. Yeah, definitely. We definitely... Oh, gosh. Sorry, Johnny Salhab. We, Johnny. Uh, poor John. Poor guy. Boy. He's a nice guy. Super nice guy. <laughs> um, he just... He got roasted for some reason. And, uh, but yeah, that's where that... That's where improv began. How funny. That's a cool memory. Yeah. So that's that, really neat. That's super fun. Yeah, that's super be, cool. Being a wild little kid and being... Even back then, I was obsessed with repetitive things. Like that year in school, mm. everything was either named uh, Bob or Lester. And those were just the two things. I was just like, and I had, I remember I made some money. Um, I made my own currency and just a single $100 bill. And on it, it said, in Bob, we trust. Oh, okay. And Bob, Bob was a piece of cheese. Because why not? I mean, and that's the beauty of being a kid, you know? Heck yeah. Like, I was really into the name... Sarah and Jennifer. Bob was a lot younger than that. Mm-hmm. I, I was in like kindergarten and I had an imaginary big sister. Oh, that's Everything weird. Everything was Sarah Super or weird. Jennifer, whatever her name was. Oh, geez. You don't even know your imaginary big sister. I think it was name. Sarah, but I think I would change it. I think oh. I'd be like, today her name's Jennifer. She called me on the phone and said she wants to be Jennifer today. And like, Oh, nice. Yeah, I remember. But that was a lot younger. When I was in fourth grade, I still believed in Santa Claus. I remember people trying to convince me in fourth grade that he wasn't real mm-hmm. and uh still don't know still still questioning yeah it, you know? it's still up in the air um 100%, especially with movies like the santa claus oh my gosh like how can yeah. you not believe i mean I, ugh. Yeah. anyways so <laughs> but i remember one of my friends being like after like the, the day we got back from break like oh what'd you get for christmas it's like oh my gosh santa brought me green nail polish Aww. she was like <laughs> you mean your mom I was like, no, Santa. Aw, <laughs> like, that's so cute. And like, I but the thing is, she didn't get me. I was so, oh, so naive. But it was in a good way, like in a good little innocent way. And I was yeah. just like, I was like, no, it was Santa. Like, if, and I, but I was under the belief of like, if you didn't believe, then he wasn't real. But if you believed, like he still came to you. Damn, you had some complex beliefs going on. Oh, no, that's I was fire. so, I was so lit when I was young. No, that's but, cool. And, you know, following all my rules and everything. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, fourth grade, that was that was what's going on for me. I, but I just remember, and it's funny that you say like, did I feel like I have too much have too much respect for my teachers? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't have. I had the appropriate amount of respect for my teachers. <laughs> I, I had, had too the much exact right amount. I had of respect. too much uh, worry about the rules. Yeah, same. And probably sometimes. you know, like pulling a card and stuff. Like uh, if yeah. I pulled a card, I remember I pulled a card maybe once or twice ever <sighs> in fourth grade. Yeah. Too. This is. This was my, you know, rebellious year of denying that Santa Claus or actually promoting that Santa Claus existed against mm-hmm. all others. But anyways, I pulled a card for talking and like I never did that. But I mm-hmm. giggled at something that this other girl said and she didn't get in trouble, but I did. Nice. And that was always that was me. That was me getting in trouble was like laughing at somebody else because they were trying to make me and then they wouldn't get in trouble. And I would that 
very classic wow. Marie getting Always in trouble. Always the victim, huh? Not the victim, no, because <laughs> I should have been paying attention. Like it, oh, geez. But you know what? It, ate, it would eat me up. I'd be like sitting there. It sounds there, like it's still eating you up. And then you're just staring up. at, uh, I mean, it's funny to think back. Yeah, no, I get it's, you. It's not really eating me up, but... The only thing that makes me bummed about it is like I sat there, I would sit there and then I'd zone out and just be staring at my pulled card, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and everybody's going That's over funny. current events and I'm like just staring over it and, or, you know, I just remember current event reports being big in fourth grade. I don't remember that. I hated that. Mm. Current events, like every Friday we had to re- tell a current event and I was always like, mom, we don't watch the news. What do I do? Mm. I ha- I don't recall ever being asked to do a current event. Maybe once. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think we did a rotation. We would do one Friday a month was a current event. One Friday a month we had to show people how to, like, we had to do, like, a how-to. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember once I taught them how to make minute pudding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So lit. That was oh. actually, everybody was so impressed, and now I'm like, <laughs> okay. Anyways, one Friday we had to, we would do a poem. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what the fourth Friday was. Maybe it was like free day or something. Who knows? No. Yeah. Speaking of how to's, I remember in sixth grade, my teacher was uh, showing us how to do a how to. And her example was she was teaching us how to iron a men's shirt. And I just remember the part where she was like, take the yoke. And and like, that's literally the only part I remember. The yoke? Yeah, exactly. Because that's why it stood out to me. Because I was like, what do you mean the yoke? There's yeah. a yoke on a shirt. <laughs> and evidently there was. Nice. Where is it? Definitely. Uh, I think it's in the back. I think it's like the back in between the shoulders. Like the middle. If I if that I do re- if I recall correctly, I was what twelve years old. <laughs> uh, so that was a little while ago. And that year, that was that was a challenging year as well. I was a uh, definitely a bit more rebellious, mm-hmm. and um, I got involved with some uh, some drama with some girls. And Mark Little. Yeah, you know. What, what kind of? Oh, I want to know this though. Like, what kind of sixth grade girl drama? Honestly, were you? I don't quite remember, but I do remember like, you know, I probably tend to more egg people on than I do to not egg them on. Uh-huh. Uh, so that might be that might have been part of it, and um, I don't know. I think I was like just you made them mad type of thing. No, I think I might have like. Honestly, I don't know. I feel like I was like. like gossipy with them and like shit like that you know what i mean i was just like i was just like trying to get some attention i was trying to i was like being a male feminist probably but not really a feminist but uh who even are you i don't know i was just being super garbagey i'm sure i love how you admit it though oh yeah i i think that's what it was i don't remember the specifics i remember like one girl who was involved because i knew her for since i was like in second grade Mm. so i just knew that she was like a kind of a pivot point in like that whole thing and then and then i also remember (laughs) this is terrible um basically you know how people would i don't know this is probably not the normal way people would do it but it's like someone will come up to me and they'd be like lauren wants you to be your boyfriend Mm -hmm. do you want to be your boyfriend and and i was like no and then they went over and somehow it ended up that they told her yes Mm-hmm. And then so I had to go up to her by myself and be like, actually, and then I, was, I felt so bad. Um, but yeah, I just remember that being a very, uh, I don't know if it was a cringy moment, but it was a very uncomfortable moment okay. for me. In hindsight, yeah, definitely a little more cringy, but also more hilarious because <laughs> you're just like, oh, these, these kids. Yeah. These effing kids. Well, yeah, it's crazy. I don't even know. I. I will say, though, hmm. sixth grade for me was, like, one of my favorites. 
Oh, really? Because I had, I'm going to shout her out because she's amazing. This hey. is Scheidler. Oh, Karen. Um, yeah, we're Facebook buddies. I'll have to tag her in this one. Oh, there you go. But that was like the best, the best year. Yeah. I think for me, like, even if I think of like kindergarten through high school, mm-hmm. it's like sixth grade was just so much. What made it so much? So much fun. Um. <sighs> I think definitely the relationship I had with the teacher, but she had that connection with all of us. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just me. There was no, were no favorites, but it was the first time that I felt like a teacher actually kind of cared about what I brought to the table. And Mm -hmm. not to say that the the teachers didn't in my previous grades, but just the way that she showed it, like she was very, and I appreciate this about her because this is something that I try, even as a speech therapist, I try to kind of emulate Mm-hmm. is that she was very honest with us. Like if she sat me down because I was having a, a struggle, she would tell me like, I see you're struggling, you know, but you're really good at doing this thing. So why don't you make this work with this or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or even if we were doing something really well, she would make sure she made a, like a point to tell us like, yeah. and on that like conversational one-on-one level yeah versus like and she wouldn't do things i mean she would shout us out to the whole class too because that's important but she would also make sure to do it on a personal level Mm -hmm. kind of because and i i appreciated that i didn't like getting told like marie did so great in front of the whole class i remember once a kid pulled my chair out he was jealous so jealous (laughs) of that like i i was that kid i'm telling you i was isn't that funny? It only happened like that probably only happened one time. Yeah. The kid who pulled the chair mm-hmm. out and then that forever jaded you from wanting public praise. But isn't that sad? Like that's uh, how yeah. it worked, you know? And, mm-hmm. and now it's, I don't care, you know, but back like all through high school, I didn't even want it. I was just like, nah, don't talk. Don't talk about Marie. She's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> like as hmm. long as I can get a, get a good GPA or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So she was, I think that was part of it. And then like, she just, I don't remember, and I could, I mean, I don't remember the the system she had, like, um, the rules that she had. I don't know if we pulled cards. I don't even know. I feel like she had us on, like, a really good accountability system. Mm-hmm. And she would, instead of, like, you know, go pull a card in front of the whole class, like, there would be other things she did. And it was more that internal motivation to do well Mm -hmm. that was taught to me that year than any external like Hmm. and that's something that I really value as a teacher um even with my students I'm not big on I've got kids with behaviors and you know the parents will tell us well they work for goldfish or fruit snacks Mm -hmm. and the teachers will say you know here um you can you can use them if you want to in here and my and nothing against it. If it, I know sometimes they need like they need to be sitting in class. They need to be safe, you know, whatever. But I'm all one thing. I'm to speech. Uh-uh. Yeah. They're working for themselves. And when they can see that I understand what they say, they get all excited. And I'm like, that's what I'm working for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that was something that Mrs. Scheidler really built up in me was yeah. just like feeling, just enjoying being engaged in school. Yeah. Which I kind of already did, but it it was just on a very like our class. I felt like was a family. Mm. That was really cool. Yeah, I get that. So I get that. That was, although my third grade class was stressful, we definitely she definitely instilled that like family thing in us, and so that was cool. And that was a three four combo. So like, okay, I had friends for years. I mean, I don't really talk to them as much, but there's still a certain level of connection with certain people who who were in that class. Oh yeah, and that was like 
went strong through high school mm-hmm. and like in the high school those people were some of my best friends so which yeah. which is interesting right so many years later after like not really being connected to them and then like seeing them again and being like oh wow oh, like, yeah yeah so no there's something about that that's just like it makes you feel com- comfortable and safe sure you know and yeah it's exciting it is good it's good but then you know what they say you got to mm-hmm. get comfortable being uncomfortable i know i know so but well, then when, we went into we all went into middle school and know how that went. Yeah, but when when you're young, I don't I don't think most young people. Well, maybe maybe that's not true. But I was gonna I definitely wasn't taught like that. Like get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like oh no, me either. You know what I mean? Like do do whatever and like push push the boundaries type of a thing. Right, and I think and this is just something I notice with preschoolers, but just in early childhood and probably and this just goes through elementary school with kind of this mindset is hmm. little kids like. I was having this conversation with my brother the other day because um, his girlfriend's son is a preschool aged um, little guy. And we were just talking about him and what I notice and what I've learned really helps little kids do well at this age is they they're looking to feel safe. They're not looking to like, yes, they have behaviors and they try to get your attention and they might do things that aren't safe, but not for reasons of like, I'm going to take a risk and learn something from it, you know? They're, they're like, it's totally different. They're trying to establish boundaries in the world. And that's exactly it. They're like, oh, can I touch that or can I not? Yeah. But when it comes to them making connections with the people that are trying to help them succeed, like they want to feel that safety with them. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and they want to feel safe in their environment. And so I think that's like the first step. And then you learn your boundaries, like you said, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, I would say, I'd say it's appropriate to start saying, take a risk in like maybe eighth grade, maybe a little earlier. It just depends. It depends on the kid though. hundred percent. I mean, some kids are like, don't ever take a risk. Yeah. (laughs) Without, without asking me first. Yeah. But I don't know. I I wouldn't, I I wouldn't teach any kid like that. No, I'm teasing. Oh, sorry. I have. It's a joke. Oh, but because I I said eighth grade and I'm like, ah, that's probably still too young. Too young to tell a kid to start taking risks? <laughs> it's only because I've worked. You know what, though? It's only because I've worked in the middle school. Man, those kids scared me. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely... They say some things. Far, you're like, what? Far, far removed from being developed individuals. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's 100% no. true. But I don't know that at any point when, like, you're more or less programming a kid's mind, you should program into their no. mind, like... All right, play as safe as you can no, until I, I tell you to not play safe anymore. No, I know. And I'm totally just, I think it just depends on the child. It depends sure. on the situation. Like you being in fourth grade and being told, get up in front of the class and be funny. Like mm-hmm. that's a risk and that's uncomfortable. And you guys did it and you probably said some mean things about kids or whatever you said. But yeah, I, I mean, think, you s- yeah. not mean, mean. But no, no, you know, no. I was going to say, I don't think we were told. I think we were just like, can we do the thing? And then she's like, sure. But you took a risk. Yeah. You know? And um, that's, no, I think that's great. In that environment, it was appropriate. I just. Sure. And the thing is, what's a risk to one kid is not a risk to the other kid. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I had friends who were skateboarding on big ramps when I was young. And, and I remember skateboarding on ramps half the size and being like, whoa, mm-hmm. and then uh, getting a concussion. And then for nice. forever, I thought it was kind of risky, but still fun. Anyways, Obviously. this. Has probably been a good talk. I think so. I mean, honestly, 
it's funny to kind of it's funny to think back a little bit and it is fun and do a rem a reminisce and but for a moment i did wonder i was like hmm is it because there's political unrest that now we must retreat into the yesteryears of our lives <laughs> but you know what i will say really quick huh? before we go it's funny that we're talking about this because it just made me remember i had a dream like not even like two nights ago maybe hmm. where you and i were both in junior high mm-hmm and I was fully aware that one day we'd be dating, mm-hmm. like in this dream, but we were both young. Mm-hmm. And because I don't remember, we both went to the same junior high, I think. You go to Vineyard? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I like don't quite remember you being there. Yeah. Same. So um, in this dream, you, me, and Chad were all there. It was like. Hell yeah. But like at the ages we should have been when you and I were junior high and then Chad was younger. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And because I've seen pictures of him he's younger. So I see this little blonde kid like yeah. hanging out with you. Yeah. And we must have been, you and I were like paired to do some project mm-hmm. like through some, I don't know what it was for, but we were paired to do a project. And so I guess we were at your house mm-hmm. when you had a pool and we were all outside like by the pool and Chad was like. It, it, but it was like we were back working out like we are now. Mm-hmm. And we honestly act like little kids when we're working out and have fun yeah, and like mess true. around. Yeah. So it kind of just seemed like we were being normal. And Chad was kind of trying to get your attention. But you and I were focusing on something and like had to get work done for a class thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then like the whole time I knew that we'd be dating mm-hmm. like later in life. And it was just like. It was just a weird dream. Hmm. It was really cool and kind of fun because like the whole time I was just like, whatever. Like I don't really like in a junior high state of mind, like whatever that means, like sure, you know, we're just friends or I don't know. Hmm. But it was weird. But then you would like, like in the dream, I felt like I was kind of flirty with you Mm -hmm. and you would like bump me and I would like get excited. But then like you wouldn't be paying attention to me because that's what you do in junior high you mm. like don't know those boundaries mm-hmm. i don't know it was funny i just was <laughs> like interesting because we weren't ever friends when we were little and no. we were so i mean we went to the same schools and we we're living close to, to each other but sure it's interesting that it is interesting. Uh, that i had that dream and we're talking about this huh yeah see look at that just uh kind of related <laughs> kind i had of. i had a weird dream too but uh, i don't think i'm gonna talk about it right now okay yeah because it has nothing really to do with that and um yeah so there you go anyways i'd say this has been a good talk i'd say so too my name is mark little and i'm remuda and this episode was brought to you by bean chata when horchata just won't do bean chata is a drink for you fully endorsed by justin bieber adios bye